Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Uh, it's uh, Thanksgiving week. This is uh, uh, coming online uh, Wednesday, uh, right before Thanksgiving. So uh, we know a lot of people maybe have already uh, got to where they're supposed to go uh, over the holiday and uh, right. have a chance to relax or at least are on their way. So. Yeah, we will, when this comes out, we will be actually sitting in Maryland, enjoying family time. <laughs> oh, that's going to be uh, quite fun. What are you, what, uh, what are you going to do down there? Uh, we'll go down, we will go down to Dan's mom's down on the Eastern shore and uh, it's not boat weather anymore, but we will just enjoy all of his brothers will come in and their families. And so enjoy time with them. Josh and Emily are only an hour and a half away. So mm -hmm. we'll get to spend some sweet time with them and we are loading up a whole car load. As it turns out, we get to bring Olivia and Ryan down with us too. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll enjoy just hanging out. Um, uh, Dan's mom is selling her house officially mm -hmm. after 20 years of us gathering there as a family. So we are all milking every last minute we can out of getting to spend time in it and enjoy just being all together. It's set up so well for all of us to be there together, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving is about uh, fellowship. We have our uh, family, all family coming together. Uh, we'll stay, be at our house and uh, we'll have um, uh, our kids and grandkids. And, and mm -hmm. actually, uh, uh, Aiden is uh, uh, dating this uh, terrific girl in, uh, here in Colorado. Interesting enough, he lives in, in right. Texas, but uh, they're still uh, communicating. Um, and uh, so uh, she's coming over and her mom's coming over. So Oh, that's great. Uh, her, her dad, uh, her, this woman, a uh, girl's dad is in the military. He's in, mm. I think, he, I think he's in somewhere in the Middle East. Um, okay. And uh, so he'll be back, uh, I believe. I think he's coming right back before Christmas uh, for, I'm, okay. not sure, I'm not sure if it's a break or he's going to uh, be done. I know he's going to be not staying there long term. I think for sure he's coming back in May, but. Um, right. So we're going to have a whole house full. Uh, oh, of people. oh, I'm glad y'all get to do that yeah. for them. That's and, precious. Uh, Linda, um, as you know, is, is really good at that stuff. So mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, she's already, she's already planning, you know, how can we, uh, uh, what we call, uh, build magical memories, special memories. Um, yes. And that's, yep. that's, that's, you know, what, what Linda's really good at. So we're going to have some fun. <laughs> um, I tell you when it comes to those, those magical memories and traditions, we have been all about that in our house very intentionally um, since the kids were little. Actually, Dan and I did it before we even had kids, but very intentional with the kids. And, and maybe to a fault, we have realized because we have now found there are things that we do that if we don't do them exactly as we did them, you know, way back when they were four years old, you know, Anna will have a fit. What do you mean? We're not going to that same tree farm. Right. We have to go there because he expects to see us. And then he gives us a candy cane. And, and this is at 18 years old, right? You know, <laughs> so it's, it's funny how much they hold on to those things and just the beauty of them and, and sewing into those memories and traditions is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime, um, I've done a lot of work on this, um, uh, 
uh, maybe we have a, min a series on, uh, you know, Sabbath, rest, tradition, um, mm -hmm. uh, holiday, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, vacation. Um, as I've talked to more and more people, uh, particularly with the stress of the world, and actually we're talking about anxiety here, and we'll, we'll actually, right. we're going to get into a little bit of this, but um, uh, people don't know how to rest. Mm -hmm. uh, That's so true. And they aren't building tradition, and they aren't building uh, an opportunity for, you know, special memories that are refreshing, mm -hmm. which is what the whole purpose of life is supposed to be. And the, and the, uh, the way the Jewish uh, system was set up, that's part of, you know, we, we look they at... They were the, good at celebrating they were on really a good regular <laughs> basis. Yeah. They were good at it. Uh, they, um, you know, what we call, uh, they have these feasts. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, it's, you know, it, it would be, uh, you know, called, uh, you know, Tabernacle or uh, Rosh Hashanah. I mean, all kinds of different things right. uh, that we would look at it as uh, kind of a, yeah, but that was Old Testament stuff. But the one piece about it, Mm -hmm. That is true. Was they celebrated? Yes. Uh, now they, they, you know, they had to go through the, you know, repentance, and they would, they would go through sacrifice. But it was primarily to uh, receive the opportunity for the freedom to celebrate. Mm -hmm. uh, and they did that together as families, and, and certainly and as, remembrance was and remem often and a big part yeah. of that too, which is so sweet. Yeah. 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 So we'll talk. We'll talk about that. Uh, but that's a big piece of. Uh, but actually, we get into anxiety uh, here and overcoming it. Um, we're going to talk about the necessity to take break from it and to mm -hmm. allow yourself um, a, a season, a short season even of, you know, just put it aside for the moment and come and mm -hmm. um, do something different. Where There's actually some very specific instruction about that uh, regarding oh, cool. the heavy burden that we, that we carry. Mm -hmm. And it gives us a really interesting... Uh, thing uh, in what God, we're going to get into this, describing what God calls a fast. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, most people's view of fast is, well, then I just don't eat. Mm -hmm. um, it isn't, no, that's that's not really it. It's completely different than that. So it'll, it'll really be interesting mm. to, to get into interesting. that. Interesting. Uh, so as we, you know, we've talked about uh, so far, uh, obviously with the world the way it is um, and getting, you know, more and more so, with um, and I was just uh, with a group of, of uh, guys at a board meeting, and uh, interesting enough, <laughs> the discussion was around inflation mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, and the complication that that's creating for businesses, right? As well as personal, um, and then two mm -hmm. is uh, supply chain issues. Yeah, uh, is and it, and it went from it's hitting everybody. Yeah. You know, it's it's this company is a is a manufacturing company, so it's it it's having a hard time receiving parts on time mm -hmm. to be able to make them and to sell them. Right, because uh, right. they have supply chain issues, uh, which by the way is is universal. And then two, they they talked about that's that's now happened at the personal level. Mm -hmm. So when they're going to the store. Or particularly as they're thinking about Christmas stuff, uh, is a lot of stuff just isn't available, um, or right, it's going to be delayed, right. or it's going to take time. You know, so and then uh, the impact of that is, uh, and we discuss this. This what we what you and I have talked about is a low level infection, a level of anxiety, mm -hmm. is 
It's just, just a stress that stays stre- steady, stress, an underlying it, it just, steady stress. It just isn't working very well. Things mm-hmm. don't work very well. Uh, and it's stressful uh, and anxious. Right. Uh, and, and on top of it, so that's happening universally. Then on top of it, everybody has trouble because Jesus said in the world, you're going to have what? Mm-hmm. Well, trouble. Now, it's going to be personal trouble of things that are opposing the fulfillment of things that you would like to have mm-hmm. resolved. And you go to fear, worry, and anxiety. And, and, the, and again, the, just the simplicity of that is you tend to project. Right. I can kind of see the negative outcome of this. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be pleasant for me. Um, right. And I, I don't see any other way around it. Or if it stays this way, uh, it's for sure uh, going to be unpleasant. So we stay in that spot of, mm-hmm. I hope I can figure this out, but I'm not. I hope I can figure this out, but I'm not. And uh, every day, you're spending energy mm-hmm. uh, in, in worry and uh, trying to come up with a solution right. that will overcome it. Uh, and that's why we live in fear, uh, worry, and anxiety. So uh, we've talked- and honestly, to, yeah. even in that, sometimes we spend time not just trying to come up with the solution and not being successful, but we spend and waste mental energy on playing out the what ifs. Yeah. What if this, this, and this happen? And then we take it to the worst possible end and play out all those scenarios and have wasted time and energy and honestly um, just gotten ourselves all worked up for, for what is not even true. Right, yeah. You know? Yes, we uh, create our own scenarios of, right. of uh-oh, um, boy, I could see where that could go. And, um, mm-hmm. and then that even causes more fear. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that could happen. You know? uh, and so as we've talked about it, um, we said, uh, you know, the, the, the key is not to deny it, uh, but within it, it's to first of all, understand we've gone through scriptures that God will resolve this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it to a conclusion. I'm going to give you covenant life. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Nothing, you know, is too difficult for me. I can, I can resolve this. And it's not in his answers, which is, this is what the Christian church tends to tell us. We'll just accept that it's going to be kind of, kind of crummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and see you and I know, well, no, uh, not so. Uh, we have an right. issue. We've got a real issue, God. We've got a real mm-hmm. problem. I got real trouble. I, uh, and by the way, he says, even when you've cre- created it yourself, uh, you actually got there because you didn't listen to me in the first place. And mm-hmm. now you've created this mess. Uh, but the good news is God says, well, if you have a heart to go, I will resolve it. And resolving it is what I saw bringing it to completion. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer uh, impacting you at all. Um, so like, right. for example, um, a, lot of, a lot of the anxiety and worry and fear is around relationship mm-hmm. uh, with, with family. And, and particularly as we head into Thanksgiving, like we're going to be, you know, here uh, tomorrow. That's true. A lot of people are really struggling uh, with that. And yeah. it's like, oh, you know, this isn't that pleasant. That isn't this pleasant because our family is dysfunctional. And, mm-hmm. uh, and God says, well, if you have a heart to go, I will guide you and lead you into a conclusion about this so that it doesn't, uh, no longer carry you into a negative place. Mm-hmm. I can give you freedom with this. Um, and it's not, see, it's not dependent on, well, yeah, God can't, it's not going to resolve that. Well, he doesn't resolve it in the way that I want to, which mm-hmm. is why well, I want that, I want that relative to change. Right. <laughs> and God says, well, 
Um, I'm not violating free will. So I'm not changing. Mm-hmm. They're not going to change. I'm going to let you know, by the way, they're not changing. But I can give you a resolution to how you can have freedom in spite of them not changing. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. So uh, it's we, we got to trust that God's going to resolve this. And, and it's a real resolution, not a put up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an answer that concludes it and gets you to a freedom where you say, it's good. This is right. good. Um, and then number, number uh, as we look at that, the path begins with trusting in God. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to learn to trust in God because think of, of anxiety, fear, and worry as a lack of trust. Why? Because I'm taking the burden on myself. Right. Well, I don't trust that God's going to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I if I at least accept the premise that he wants to resolve this, mm-hmm. um, how do I walk into that? Well, it starts with a desire to trust him, mm-hmm. um, that I can then go to him and and understand that he's going to get guide me through to a resolution, and I'm going to trust it all the way through. Uh, mm-hmm. trusting God. And we, and we talked about the verses of it, that I'm going to set your foot, foot on a rock. I'm going to take your steps. I'm going to uh, overcome this trouble. I'm going to deliver you. Um, trust me, trust me, trust me. Uh, and we got into this example uh, last time with, uh, yesterday with Hezekiah. Uh, and uh, remember that uh, uh, Sennacherib and the uh, uh, Rabshakeh, etc., they were coming against him. And uh, we even read that their, their approach, which is, which is what, the, what our enemy does, which is Satan and uh, the mm-hmm. demonic, is don't trust God. Mm-hmm. Uh, he isn't going to resolve this for you. Um, why don't you let it go and just accept it? Yeah, and even though I'm going to carry you away, at least you'll know what's going to happen by, mm-hmm. you know, the sight, basically, the, the fatalism, oh, whatever happened, happened, I guess... I guess I got to live that way, um, and that's what the, that's what the uh, enemy is, is kept saying is don't don't trust God, um, right? Um, and don't you know? Hey, I've never been defeated, so uh, you know, don't think I'm gonna, I'm not going to be able to defeat you. Which is way way most people think of the enemy is yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, it seems to me he wins most of the time. Well, it's because we don't we don't know what it means to walk with God. So. Um, we, we've heard it. We saw that, uh, that the enemy was working really hard. Uh, don't trust God. Okay, let's see, uh, as we look at this again, what uh, Hezekiah did. Uh, so go to, now we're in chapter 19 of Second Kings, mm-hmm. um, and go to uh, 1 through 7. Second Kings uh, 19, 1 through 7. Sure. As soon as King Hezekiah heard it, he tore his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. And he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, and Shebna, the secretary, and the senior priest, covered with sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos. They said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of distress, of rebuke, and of disgrace. Children have come to the point of birth, and there is no strength to bring them forth. It may be that the Lord your God heard all the words of Rabshakeh, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to mock the living God and will rebuke the words that the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. When the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah, Isaiah said to them, Say to your master, thus says the Lord, 
Do not be afraid because of the words you have heard with which the servants of the king of Assyria have reveled me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him so that he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land. And I will make him fall by the sword in his own land. Okay. So um, uh, Hezekiah, you know, obviously he's, he's getting ready to be attacked. Um, and mm-hmm. they're telling him, uh, again, uh, Sennacherib is saying, well, the best way you can go is instead of you getting killed, cause you're, which we're going to do, mm-hmm. why don't you just surrender? Right. Um, and you can still live, kind of live life uh, with us. Uh, it'll be different, but hey, it's better than getting <laughs> killed. Um, it's really happening. Okay, so Hezekiah heard it, and he started to understand it. Um, and um, he went, it says, went into the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for us... Uh, interesting enough, and this is this is a cool truth. Um, where is the house of the Lord? It's really within us, us because He is living in us. Yeah, it's really interesting. You are the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what do you got to do? Well, then you have to emotionally and mentally and spiritually say, "Well, I'm going to go now to a a receiving mm-hmm. of what God has to say," uh, and and I'm going to start there. Um, and, um, in verse three, uh, and this is, this is, uh, you know, uh, what the process looks like. Mm-hmm. Hezekiah said, this, this day is a day, a day of trouble, rebuke, uh, and blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there isn't a lot of strength for us to handle this. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Now, now think about that. What did he just do? As he, as he starts to go seek God's answer, what did he just do about Honestly, this day? He, well, he, he decided what it was already, that it was, a, you know, that it was a tough day. Yet at the same time in that, I see surrender. Yeah. That he's, I see him recognizing, I have no strength on my own. I've got to go to God for this. Yeah, and he doesn't, and see, he doesn't diminish it. Right. He doesn't say, eh, it doesn't matter. Eh, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, no. Uh, God, we're, we got trouble. Yeah. Uh, here it is. This is the trouble, and uh, we've got rebuke, and we've got blasphemy, and we've got specific mm-hmm. trouble, uh, and we don't have a lot of strength, and we, you know, we're looking uh, to you. Uh, so we are going to pray to you. What do you have to say about this? Because mm-hmm. um, we, we don't have an answer, and instead of, uh, going to f- uh, fear, worry, and anxiety in terms of of what I say, uh, getting stuck in the mud about it. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, we're fearful." Mm-hmm. Um, because he was honest with his emotion. Yeah, we got we got hard. trouble. We got trouble, and I'm fearful. Uh, but um, what do you have to say about this? Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing we can do if we're going to live through this uh, with joy and peace is um, go to you. Mm-hmm. So uh, he does. And he says, We're, we have a heart to trust you. Uh, and then God says, now that you've come to me, my answer to you is don't be afraid. It's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, don't be afraid. When? See, right now. Right. Okay, now think about why he's saying to us, I know you got trouble and I know you're afraid. Mm-hmm. His instruction right back, well, don't be afraid. Right. Okay, now, now. Think about why he's saying that. What does that imply? Do not be afraid. Right. That he already has it under control. 
and he's got a plan. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna resolve this. That's yeah. why that's why we we spend all that time with the verses of God saying the reason that you don't have to be afraid is I'm gonna mm-hmm. resolve this. Right. Uh, and therefore, don't be afraid, even though it's creating fear naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. It's okay that you're afraid, but don't stay there. Mm-hmm. And and do what you what you and I just talked about is trying to solve it yourself without an answer or project all the all the things. That, mm-hmm. I mean, because Hezekiah all the possibilities. Could be, <laughs> Hezekiah could be saying, "Yeah, oh, man, you know, you know, we're going to get captured. We're going to go away. We're going to lose all of our mm-hmm. stuff." Oh my gosh, you know, and he he goes it all the way to the end and and set up. Well, God, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, don't be afraid. When now." You can release your anxiety. You can release your fear. You can l- release your worry. I'm going to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, you can count on that, which is what we have to get into a habit of doing. <clears throat> and that will overcome right. the, the fear. And then he says, I'm going to uh, cause him to fall uh, by his own sword. And he's actually going to leave. And mm-hmm. then as he's going back, he's going he's to fall. Um, so God says, I am going am to make this happen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, now, did it say, and Hezekiah, you need to do this, 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 and this. Now, by the way, there could be instruction there, but he basically said, the reason you don't have to be afraid is I am mm-hmm. going to fulfill this in a, in a very specific way. And that's where, as we're living, and we'll get into this in, in more depth, but as we're processing, it's not generic. God didn't right. say, uh, yeah, don't be afraid, I'll take care of it. Yeah, he gave uh, a very specific answer. He gave, this is how I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. on your particular problem, which you've given to me. I'm going to resolve it this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, see, you see how it can go from, from fear to faith. Right. Trust. Now, sometimes though, when we have something and God does give us assurance as we're seeking him, that he's going to resolve it. We don't get this specific, exactly. This is how I'm going to do it. We get, a walk with me, take this step, trust me that I'm going to do it. And so there's also that side, I think, at times. Right? Well, it's going, to, it's going to be absolutely both uh, because yeah. uh, it starts with, it can, it can be that specific. Uh, it can be, right. well, here's my promise. But not always. So I don't want no. somebody to be discouraged by their seeking and they're just getting the next step instead of, oh, by the way, I'm going to make him stumble and die. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's where, the, uh, that's where the promise, you know, where he said that Joshua... I'm going to give you the promised lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. And, uh, right. And, and he says, now, now son, walk with me step by step. Now you're going to, we're going to have to go city by city by city. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what to do now each city. So my right. plan for you to, uh, to receive this is to, to follow me this way. Right. Um, and, and is very specific. But and that'll not, be, and that'll don't be, always get the end picture, except, Hey, I am going to do this. That's right. Right. And that's but why there's the, still uh, the specificity, that's why the covenant, as we've talked about that God's going to resolve it. Mm-hmm. He's ever, remember we, we read Psalm uh, 111. He's ever mindful of the covenant, right? I'm going to command the covenant. I'm going to, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. So that starts mm-hmm. the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now he can say, this is a specific answer. Uh, this is something I'm trying to promise you, which can be very specific, and it can be just, no, the co- I'm going to deliver the covenant. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Walk with me step by step. 
uh, and, and even even Hezekiah had to go, you know, step by step. Okay, so now uh, go down to uh, 14, uh, same same chapter. Let's see what happened. Second uh, Kings 19, 14 uh, to 19. Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord, the God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib, which he has sent to mock the living God. Truly, O Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste the nations and their lands and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore, they were destroyed. So now, O Lord, our God, save us, please, from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, O Lord, are God alone. Okay. So um, uh, Hezekiah understood the promise. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, What did he then do? He got the he got the uh, he letter. He got the God letter. Even. He got the yeah. letter from Sennacherib that said, "I'm going to come after you and don't trust God." Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he do? He took that to God, even. Okay, he so took that, y'all took it and laid it out before God and prayed again. Okay, so this is <laughs> this is really cool. Uh, as we process this, is that I got trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got to say about this? God mm-hmm. said, "Don't be afraid." I'm going to resolve it. Um, well, okay. He, he heard it. No problem. What, mm-hmm. what, what happened next? The letter comes. But then he still got a letter saying, hey, there's trouble coming. The letter comes <laughs> is that, um, you know, you think it's over. Mm-hmm. It's not over. Uh, right. I'm coming after you and... You can, you can, I'm letting you know this specifically. Here's what I'm going to do. So now did Hezekiah say, well, because God said, Mm -hmm. I can just ignore all this. No, he's saying. No, uh, he still took it to him and asked for more. Yeah, Yeah, see, uh, well, okay. Uh, Instead of again getting uh, back to, well, wait a minute. I thought, God, you said you're going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can see, you aren't taking care of it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still coming after me. This, is, this trouble is getting, is getting more intense. Um, and what does God say? Well, okay, bring, bring that. What just happened? Bring that to me. Um, um, I've given you uh, this, this overview promise, but... Now, and, and we've really kind of implied this, well, it's still going to be step by step. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next thing that happens, you don't, you don't say, well, I, 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 I should, I guess, and this is what happens to us, I guess God's not going to do it. Because mm. wait a second, this trouble's getting worse. Right. Uh, this is getting more intense. Um, I thought God said he was going to take care of it. And as far as I can see, it's not being taken care of. And so I guess I can't really trust that. Yeah. I need and to go back. And for some of us, that's where we jump off the ship right that's, there. That's it. We, you know, we, as soon as it, we receive the promise and then when more trouble comes, we're just like, forget it. I must've been wrong. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. we go to defeat right away. Right, right. Uh, but he says, I'm going to, I'm going to go uh, take it to God, which he does. Um, 
Um, and then um, uh, he just says, I'm praying that you're going to save us like you've spoken. And so I'm presenting to you the next piece of the trouble. You know, what do you have to say about that? Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then God, you know, God speaks. Um, and he says, um, uh, you know, it, there's a whole chapter that he talks about this. You know, I, I know all about this. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to take care of it. Um, and I'm going to uh, give you uh, a promise that this is in verse uh, 32 of uh, 19, uh, the Lord uh, says, he shall not come into the city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor build a siege mound against it. By the way he come, he's going to return. He shall not come into the city. I will defend the city to save it. Um, and then it goes on to exactly happen that way. And uh, it says that the angels came and killed 185,000 of the Assyrians. And he went home, and as he went home, he got killed. Uh, so, Which is exactly what God said what, would what happen. What God said. Uh, <laughs> so that um, what, it, what, what the story is all about is, do I have a heart to move toward trusting God? Mm -hmm. um, and that starts with, I got a problem. Well, let me go present it to him. With mm -hmm. a heart to hear what he has to say. Um, and knowing, again, that... And this is the overview of it as we're thinking about fear and anxiety. And see, this is something we have to experience. Um, mm -hmm. And that is because the reason, think about the reason that people stay in fear. And this, I'm talking about believers. Why do they stay in fear and anxiety? They've, they, they haven't experienced the resolution piece of it. Right, right. So as far as they're concerned, everything we're saying is kind of baloney. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that, yeah, 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 you guys say all that, but I haven't experienced that. Uh, and, I, and I say, I know, because uh, you haven't learned what it means to walk with him into the resolution, mm -hmm. which is what we've talked about, abiding, uh, surrender to his will. All the things that we've been saying over the last several months is uh, we got to learn this uh, right. to process it. And what we're going to do is, is teach you the step-by-step -step process. So don't quit uh, mm -hmm. and reject it, which is what, again, uh, uh, you know, Hezekiah could have done. Well, mm -hmm. it's getting worse, so I guess I guess we're just going to get defeated. Uh, no, you said don't be afraid, so I'm going to keep bringing it to you. Keep bringing it to you. Uh, okay, so as we learn this, um, so it's a, it's a, it has a heart to trust God, and and remember, trust is going to be built by experience, right? And God understands that, so it's not it's not a blind uh, okay. I'll try to, even though I can't, it's no, uh, learn how to process this so that trust is built and you start to build confidence, which is what you and I have experienced. And is, even that is not on our own sufficiency. It's right. simply on our willingness to go because it is really, it is, you know, his job, the Holy Spirit will build that trust in you if you have the heart to go. Right. So even right. that isn't, I have to try harder to, to trust. <laughs> That's right. You know, because we can, we can take that on as well, you know. Interesting enough, the more, the more you try to trust, at least you can, the less right. you can trust. Right. Uh, so uh, we read uh, as we were uh, in this aspect of trusting, he said one of the things that uh, God says I need to teach you is to hold fast to me. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, uh, and, and the picture is, um, I don't know if you've, um, uh, remember when your kids were toddlers, um, and, uh, you're walking and they're getting tired or whatever. 
and they grab your leg. Yes. Um, and they just, they just, they just Hold hug on it. for dear life. Uh, and they're holding fast and you're, you're walking mm-hmm. with them on your leg uh, yep. because they're, they're holding on. They're like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this on my own anymore. I'm doing it with you. I'm going to let you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm holding on and they, and you, and you kind of go forward with them literally holding on to your leg. And that's the picture mm-hmm. uh, is um, hold fast in other words, you stay with me, right? Cling to me. I'll do the walking, and mm-hmm. you and let me let my power carry us to the path, and to build trust. Uh, he says, "Hold fast to me." So let's let's look yeah. at some verses. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, um, whenever I hear the term "hold fast," I am brought back to years ago a dream that I had. Um, that storms were raging all around and there was a boat in the middle of the storm. I was on the boat and there was a boat in the middle of the storm and the storms were, were absolutely terrifying everywhere. And, um, and in the dream, God whispered to me, hold fast to the mast and I'll carry you through. And so I grabbed onto, in my dream, grabbed onto the mast of this boat. And as I did, the boat lifted up and the storm still progressed underneath it, but the boat was carried through the storm without rocking. And literally, I'm like holding onto it and, and horizontal laid out as the wind's blowing. But that picture holds always comes to mind when I think of holding fast. It's that everything in me is holding on to you and trusting that you are taking me through this storm and you are delivering. You know, but that it was a very vivid dream that it it had to be probably eight years ago. But I still remember that whenever I hear that phrase. That's great. Good picture. Uh, Yeah. So as we look at uh, this aspect of holding fast, let's go to Deuteronomy 10, uh, 20 and 21. Says, You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. And by his name, you shall swear. He is your praise. He is your God who has done for you these great and terrifying things that your eyes have seen. Yeah. Uh, so it says, um, um, believe in his name. And by the way, his name is I am. I can do it all. I can handle, I can mm-hmm. resolve this. Uh, cling to that uh, and trust that he's your praise. He's your resolver. And he's going to do great and mighty things mm-hmm. on his part to fulfill it. It's not, see, it's not just what, what do we need to do? Because we're, we're thinking more of how do I maneuver through right. this, this difficulty and what things do I need to do to solve it? And God says, uh, why don't you let me solve it? Um, mm-hmm. And cling to that, that I'm going to be your resolver of this. And you can praise me and you'll see great and mighty things, which is, by the way, building trust. Mm-hmm. So that as you uh, uh, offer this to God, and you experience a resolution. He said, well, do you, did you see that great and mighty thing that I just did? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, then don't you want to do that more? Uh, yeah. And then you're more likely to trust him with the next thing as he continues to build as right. well. That's right. Uh, so, so cling to me. Uh, okay. Go to uh, Deuteronomy 11, uh, 28, 18 to 25. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 25. You shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you are sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. 
that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of the Lord swore to your fathers to give them as long as the heavens are above the earth. For if you will be careful to do all this commandment that I command you to do, loving the Lord your God, walking in all his ways and holding fast to him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you and you will dispossess nations greater and mightier than you. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. Your territory shall be from the wilderness to the Lebanon and from the river to the river Euphrates, from the river, the river Euphrates to the Western Sea. No one shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will lay the fear of you and the dread of you on all the land that you shall tread as he promised you. Okay. Uh, so he says, um, <clears throat> cling, you know, hold on to me, hold fast mm-hmm. um, and walk with me. And, and it's kind of this picture that I kind of described with your, with your toddler is really it's because I'm holding fast by definition, mm-hmm. I'm, on his, I'm on his path because he, his legs are the ones mm. that are moving. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and all I got to do is stay, stay there. Uh, and he says, stay with me. And he says, um, you can believe and experience that um, the nation, the, the issue, which is why mm-hmm. you go to worry, is it's greater than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he's saying. Yes, the trouble you have is greater than you can handle, greater than you can resolve. Yes, it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't figure this out. And left alone, it's gonna, it is going to get more problematic. But let me um, resolve this because I'm going to have you, through walking with me, defeat this greater mm-hmm. thing. And he says, um, um, I will absolutely overcome it. And then he makes this fantastic statement. No one will be able to do what? Come against it. Come against but, us. Yeah. It's not, not going to be able to stand against stand you. Against that you. this problem, and this is, this is what we start to, have to start to understand as we're clinging to him is this problem isn't going to remain can't standing against you because mm-hmm. i am bigger than this problem right I, I can resolve this uh you can trust it uh yes i understand this theory yes there's an enemy there yes there's opposition there yes this trouble is and he said i understand and you understand it's greater than mm-hmm. what you can do i know you can't handle it which is why you're fearful and anxiety anxious Right. Uh, let me let me resolve it. Uh, trust me by staying with me. Cling to me, and the clinging is around. See, it's not a blind thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a well. Cling to me and see what happens. It's cling to me because this greater thing's going to get resolved, and no, it's not going to stand against you. It will not stand against you. Tr- you know, begin to experience right. that um, and trust that. So it's a it's a wonderful well, promise. I'm kind of reminded as you say that too, there's a verse in Isaiah, Isaiah 118, um, that's, you know, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. And I think of that actually, when you're talking about this hold fast is I think we don't recognize the, the power of that invitation to come to him and to do this together, that we are not on our own now. Well, we can be on our own navigating this if we choose to be. But the invitation is not to walk alone, but it is to hold to him, to do it together, to process with him and let him show us what, what needs to come and just to hold on to him. And it's a, it's a beautiful promise that together, yeah. you know, and 
to think the God of the universe wants that with us. Yeah, that's right. It, it, I mean, think about that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's magnificent. Okay, let's go to another verse. Um, let's go to Deuteronomy 30, uh, 19 and 20. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of days that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give them. Yeah. Um, so this is an interesting uh, statement. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a direct invitation. Um, mm -hmm. And he says, I, I set before you life or death, blessing or cursing. Mm -hmm. um, in other words, you can think of these opportunities we have is I can go this way or I can go that way. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, I'm going to give you a choice. If you follow me, which we'll look at, mm -hmm. I'm going to bless you. Right. I'm, I'm, and, and blessing is real. See, it's you're in the middle of trouble. <laughs> well, what do you need? Resolution to that resolution, trouble. Yeah. I need resolution to that problem. And see, it's real stuff. That's, that's what we're trying to help you understand is it's not, it's not just theology. It's just not, well, mm -hmm. and I won't really be resolved, but, you know, hey, you, you get to go to heaven and just put up with it. No, you got a real problem, and blessing is resolution. Mm -hmm. And God says, I'll resolve it. I'm going to set before you the opportunity for me to resolve it, or you can reject that, and you can choose death and, and, and curse. Mm -hmm. In other words, the problem is going to get worse and worse and worse. Right. Um, and um, it's not, see, just because, and this is what we're trying to help everybody understand, there's a false thought, just because I'm a believer, mm -hmm. shouldn't God just take care of it? Right. Um, he's, isn't he in control? Uh, and if he's in control, then just take care of it. Uh, mm -hmm. He says, well, um, it's always by invitation. And as a believer, and this is why Jesus said, daily, mm -hmm. you have to follow me. And you, it's not a permanent choice. And by the right. way, and, and we've already gone through the scriptures, that if you don't follow me, you've put to death the possibility of the power to, for me to fulfill. You're at enmity against me, and you cannot please mm -hmm. me. Um, so he said, it's a choice. I said before you, life or death, blessing or cursing. Now he said, if I was you, <laughs> I'd choose life. And he mm -hmm. described it. He said, what that looks like is clinging to me. Mm -hmm. uh, why? Because I'm this, and he actually described it in that verse, I'm the solution. Right. I am the solution. Um, well, what does he mean by that? Uh, you got a problem. Mm -hmm. How, how his, is he the solution? What does that mean? He says, I'm the what solution. Yeah, well, literally staying with him, he he's the one who delivers it step by step by step. Yeah, and it's all his sufficiency and his leading as we just stay with him. He's yeah. the one who will do it. Yeah, because see, it's he said it's resident within me because of mm -hmm. my power. <clears throat> Remember, my spiritual power is greater than anything on earth. Why I created it mm -hmm. by right. how speaking to it. He says I can change things. I can make mm -hmm. things happen. Um, I can resolve it. Uh, as we go in ways the, that we can't even fathom, we can't even imagine because yeah. it's going to be supernatural stuff. And that's all resident in me. 
and I'm going to give you the wisdom. I'm going to guide you and lead you, and I'm going to take you down a path that's going to be a path of resolution by what? Mm -hmm. Because it's my path, and it's and right. all, you, all you got to do is cling to me mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, he basically uh, clarifies it and says something very, very precise. I'm setting before you life or death, blessing or cursing. Mm -hmm. The evidence of you choosing life is what? Clinging mm -hmm. to me, holding right. fast to me. If, mm -hmm. if, if you hold fast to me, you have just chosen life. By why? By mm -hmm. why? <laughs> you're going with me because you're hanging on to me. Right. Uh, now, you don't know where I'm going yet. You don't know how I'm going to resolve this yet. But, well, I'm going to go with you because you are the resolution. Mm -hmm. He says, no, you got a choice to make. And, and, and this, is, this is where it gets fuzzy for us. We would like, I'll hold on to you when you, when you fix it. Mm -hmm. um, okay, you resolve it. I'm going to pray. This is what people think. I'm praying God fix it. God take care of it. God take care of it. God take care of it. Doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I get discouraged. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, how come, how come, how come? Because I've thought that just because I'm a believer, you're supposed to take care of it. Um, he says, well, in order for me to take care of it, you have to choose blessing. How do you choose blessing? Hold fast to me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're going to resolve it. And he says, now, it's, it, and this is where, again, it gets sticky, is if you don't hang on to me, I can't resolve it. It's funny, as you, as you share that, I, I'm reminded of a picture of Anna when she was probably three years old. Mm -hmm. Anna, we were down in Maryland on the Chesapeake, and we would take the boat out and take the kids water skiing. And uh, you know, grandma's rules, everybody did have to have a life jacket on. And yeah. then grandma wouldn't watch you know, anything that happened on the water stayed on the water. She didn't want to know, <laughs> but she had to know we all had a life vest. Everybody's out there. And um, Anna was a very independent child when she was little, very, very independent. And, uh, you know, two older brothers and there, you know, I probably Caleb was out on the water skis at that point doing his thing. And, um, and Anna's in her little purple and pink life vest. And it has this handle on the back. Have you ever seen, you know what I'm talking about? Cause she's little, yeah, oh, it's yeah. got like a handle yeah. right on. Yeah. yeah, yeah you neck. can, you can grab it. Yep. Yeah. So you could grab it. And so when she was, she wanted to sit on her own, not in our laps or anything like that as the boats fly in through the water. And so I would just gently hold that handle just to make sure all was well. And she, I remember one day looking up just as bolden and brazen as she could be. She pushes my hand away and says, by self, by self. And then she turns and she takes my hand off of the handle and puts her own on there. Like this is going to hold her on the boat. She's holding herself on the boat. And isn't that what we do though? <laughs> when it comes to God, sometimes we, we trust him to a certain point and then we're like hands off by self. That's right. That's I'm going to hold myself That's through this. Picture, yeah. Yeah. And then you push her out of the boat. Right. And so <laughs> <laughs> see how that goes. Let's see how you do with that. Um, yeah. And, and that's where, you know, that's where the struggle is, is that, mm -hmm. well, so far God hasn't resolved stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're asking me to cling to him, but I don't have a confidence that that's going to mean anything to me. Right. And, and I see, I understand that, but he can't resolve it unless you cling to him. 
Mm-hmm. So I, you're, you're, you know, and I say to God, I say to people, uh, God can wait longer than you. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're demanding that God fix it and then you'll cling to him, he says, it doesn't work that way. Right. Uh, I can wait longer than you. You're going to have to cling to me, hold the fast to me to start. And so that's when I say to people, well, why don't you give it a try? Mm-hmm. I, I understand right now. And remember, we're talking about building trust, but there's steps to that. And the step is we'll hold fast. Uh, and make a choice of the blessing by what? Holding fast. Right. And all, all you and I can say is we know the truth of that. Mm-hmm. It's true. It will, be, it will happen. Your trouble will get resolved. It absolutely will if you cling to him. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about this uh, again uh, uh, next week, actually. Uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Tomorrow we're going to have a real short, uh, just a little kind of devotional that Kathy and I will do for uh, enjoying Thanksgiving as a family. And so we, we would love yeah. for you to have you and your family kind of listen. It'll be at least a short, you know, uh, five minute or so type of thing uh, that we want to uh, have good time with you. And then Friday, we'll do our typical end times Friday. And then we'll pick this up again next week, uh, which will be um, how do we further understand what it means to hold fast as, as we're building trust. Uh, and it's a choice. You know, I set before you life mm-hmm. or death, blessing or cursing. So if you got questions, uh, certainly you can uh, put them on the YouTube comments, uh, send them questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com, and uh, we'd be happy to uh, process uh, things, and uh, lots of interesting uh, things are coming up, so we look forward to sharing with you, and Kathy, you'll be, have a, you'll be uh, uh, next time we hear, even though you, <laughs> you and I will do a few more tapings, uh, the next time we hear this, uh, we'll, we'll be back from our cool stuff in, uh, uh, at Thanksgiving. So <laughs> lots of fun. Well, thanks again for joining us, everyone. I hope you're encouraged and, um, and absolutely just take to heart that idea of holding fast and we'll keep blowing that out for you. But, um, if you enjoyed today, be a friend and tell a friend, continue to share the podcast. I think this is such a timely, um, and relevant topic that yep. we're talking yep. about that yep. all yes. of us can use. So yep. thanks for joining us, everyone. Okay. See you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.